In a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. And I hope you've all watched the Whedon Cup, because today we're going to be spoiling the heck out of it. Well, maybe not spoiling it, but we're going to talk about it at least, aren't we, Reg? We definitely are. It was a great two hours of my life. Two hours? Did you watch it on, like, double speed? The, the Whedon Cup. Oh, the Whedon Cut. You watched the Whedon Cut. Well, that's what you said. Did I? Yeah. Oh, let's redo that. I'll just say it here and I can cut it in. <laughs> the Snyder Cut. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast. And I hope you've all watched the Snyder Cut because today we're going to be spoiling the heck out of it. Well, maybe not spoiling it, but we're going to talk about it at least, aren't we, Reg? We definitely are because it was on telly the other night, so I watched it. It was on telly. Oh, okay, because you have Sky where you have to watch live television because that's still a thing, apparently. Yes, I did. I recorded the Snyder Cut and thankfully I didn't watch it live on Sky. No. Um, because did you hear what what happened? No, no, no. What happened? Um, so they went to put the um, the Snyder Cut on Sky Cinema on Thursday morning at seven o'clock, um, and it that was, was like the premiere, was it? It was indeed. That okay. was yeah. So that was the very first show was seven o'clock in the morning um, when it came on, um, and I can't remember for life me the who what was the name of Carrie from Sex and the City? Who plays Carrie in Sex and the City? Uh, Sarah, Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. Um, so it was replaced with her film, um, which came on, and it was something Stone, uh, the Family Stone. Oh, the Family Christmas. Stone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Christmas comedy. Um, right. They have no idea how it happened, apparently, but Twitter went <laughs> mental. Okay, uh, blown up. So not only did fans want to watch Tom and Jerry, and ended up the Snyder Cut. When you actually want to watch the Snyder Cut, <laughs> you end up watching the Family Stone. So, you know, I made the wise idea of, of not starting at seven o'clock in the morning, you know, because of work and such. Yeah. Um, so I recorded it and I could watch it in bits, uh, which was handy because obviously having a two year old, mm. it, trying to make him sit through a, a four hour film is it's not the best of, of things. It wouldn't be so bad. Like he likes the Marvel films. So he'll sit there and because it's all dead bright and colorful and, you know, there's lots of stuff going on. He's like, ooh. Because obviously this is DC. It's like we need to make this moody and gritty. It's it's not very colourful. No. Um, so he was just like, "What's these big scary flying things?" And I don't like this. I'm going to watch a tablet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And then he was like, "Dad, you're not watching this. We're going to play instead." Yeah. And why so, has Batman got machine guns? And he keeps saying the f word. Yes. Mm. Yes, he did do that. He did do it a lot. It's just weird. And mm. right, so. Yeah, so the Snyder Cut. So we both watched it for us. Yes. Yeah. Now I, I was like, I'm gonna, I need to watch it before we pod because I feel like we need to talk about it. Um, so I had to make sure I had four hours spare. Now, I started at about, well, about lunchtime, so about half twelve, one o'clock, um, and unfortunately just finished it in time for us to pod, which we normally pod at half past eight. So that's where the the, the joke there comes from for people who don't realise, because it's very long. It's four hours. Three hours and 57 minutes or something like that. Yeah, so when everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's four hours. I'm like, right, okay, and it's not. 
like yeah, loads, loads, just like, shy. It's four hours and three minutes. And it's like, right, okay. So when I locked in, it was like three hours and 49 or something. Something and Sky, I was like, yeah. Um, are we missing like 15 minutes of footage from somewhere? And then I checked it out. I'm like, no, it's not. So why are people saying it's over four hours when it's not? Like, admittedly, it's just been a little bit pedantic, I suppose, on my end. But yeah. if someone says, right, okay, it's four hours and three minutes, you expect to see at least, you know, four hours of the film or three hours and 58 minutes and then the rest of it being credits. Mm. It was just weird how it panned out. Um, but yeah, it's it's an odd one. Like, the it's 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 split into, like, six chapters as well. Yeah. You know, I, literally I comes up with four. title cards saying... You know, chapter one and a and a, a a the name and then a quote, which is one of the first lines that will be said in that chapter. Um, and it, it really it's weird. I mean, it, I I guess before we even get into it, I I just I feel like it would have worked really well how they originally said they were going to do it, which was split it into like four hour long movies or something like that, four hour long TV episodes, and. I, if if I think if it had come a lot later and all the Disney Plus Marvel stuff had have been out and been as you know they'd have seen how popular that was, I feel like that they might have kept with that direction. Um, yeah. Because people are suddenly used to these mini movies every week, you know, and uh, something that is in this you know proper big normally important cinematic uh, environment. Is like right no now it is on streaming is on tv because four hours is, a, is an awful lot of time to to sit yeah. down and just watch something saying that people go oh yeah i've been four series of the x-files or whatever you know they spend three days watching their favorite program non-stop yeah four hour movie they sometimes seem to turn their nose about it but yeah i i think i i think it would have worked well split into parts I'm not saying yeah. it didn't work well as a four-hour movie. I'll That's the that. thing, isn't it? Because like originally, I thought it was four parts, so I was like, "Well, perfect." Because what I'm going to do is just pace myself and yeah. just watch part by part, and then releasing that once a week. See, when... Seeing the the internet's reaction to like One Division coming out every week and all the theories and everyone talking about it, I it just I really think it would have built this little this momentum if they'd have released four parts or six parts one once a week, but. Mm. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, so like I, I genuinely thought, right, okay, I'm going to pace myself and I'm just going to do bit by bit mm. and, and that's how I'm going to watch it. Um, and then part one was on for like 20 minutes and then like mm. part two just came so quick and I was like, okay, so either part four is going to be stupidly long yeah. or they're now going to be able to split these equally and then part two to three happened rather quickly. Mm. And I was like, these are ragging through the chapters and like chapter four was like two hours and something odd minutes into it. And I was like, Hmm, this, this isn't going to be a four part, is it? No. And, and it came part of five and then part six. And I was like, right. I have no idea how long. And this it's is technically be a seventh because there's epilogues as well. Yes. Um, and yeah, so I'll, I'll start by saying it's a hell of a lot better than the weeding cut. Yeah, it is. It, it genuinely is. That doesn't mean it's amazing. No, this is my second thing. So while everyone is going like, it's amazing, it's so good, oh my God, it's what it should have been, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it is what like, it should have been. If if it is what it should have been, though, and it first came out, would you still be singing its praises or would you still be saying, 
it's got a lot of pacing issues. Yeah. Characters still aren't what we wanted them to be. It's like the CGI is a hell of a lot better than usual DC stuff. Yeah, but it's a lot of CGI. It's It's a lot of CGI and it's a lot of slow motion to show off. Look at a show like, um, like the Mandalorian, right? Where a lot of the environments are done virtually. Like there was, you know, plenty of on on set stuff, but then there was a lot of stuff where rather than do a green screen, they shot them against this super high definition, like um, spherical screen. um, And they had people sort of managing that to make sure the lighting and everything was right. So they could just film it naturally. And it looks great. You don't even realize it. Like the amount of people that I've 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 had a conversation about this with, and they'd be like, oh, I have no idea they did that, you know. And you watch the making of, and it's 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 amazing. Mm. Yet this just constantly looks like, even when they're just stood around talking, so they're not even in a big fight, they're surrounded by a CGI environment. It's just, I mean, it's the same in the original cut. It just it feels like really overkill. I, I that that just bugs me. That that's that's enough to knock it down a little bit to, just to start off with but yeah don't know yeah so it it's and just like i said before the, i think if you took out 90 percent of the slow-mo which was not required yeah i think it would literally be like a two hour two and a half hour film just seemed to be a lot of fucking right. slow motion and in really awkward bits yeah well look at the the first you were saying, oh, the first part is over in, in like about 15, 20 minutes, right? Mm. The entire first five minutes is following Superman's scream. Like, I, I, I won't, I don't think we'll go into too much of like in, in terms of spoiling it, but this is like within the first five minutes. It shows him dying in um, Bat V Soup, right? Mm-hmm. And then. He lets out this scream, which is all done in slow motion, and you see these sound waves coming out, and then it just follows him to different parts of the world. Like it follow you follow him to to the Atlanteans, and you follow him to Themyscira, and you follow it to, you know, who knows where else. And it's just this constant as these sound waves fly past the screen. It gets really annoying because it goes on for so long. Like I, I wouldn't. It's it, the fact it bugged me that I'm like, this really is going on for a long time, just showing us everyone hearing him dying around the world, and in sort of, and it's setting off the mother boxes and all that sort of stuff. It just it, I, that went on and on and on and on, and that could have easily been cut down to next to nothing. Like mm. that's just that's within the first five to ten minutes. So yeah, there's an awful lot they could have cut out, but I I look at it as. Uh, thingy, Zack Snyder. They said Joss Whedon. Then Zack Snyder likes to do his his cut of the film of films. I, you know the um, the when Sucker Punch came out on DVD, it was like here's the extended cut, and it had all the extra put into it that they you know the studio cut out or whatnot. Watchmen, he re-released that as a director's cut, and then re-re-released it as an ultimate cut, which was four and a bit hours, and. Weirdly, I have no problem watching that. I, I love it, but it's it's a bit different in that it cuts in the animated um, tales from the Black Freighter every now and again, like like it is in the comic. If you if you've read the comic, so that works really well. Four hours, it, it's I don't know, kind of all right with that. Um, so I understand why he just wants to go. No, look, this is everything that we originally intended to film. Uh, we've got we've got the footage of. 
this is the film this genuinely is my version of the film because it's before we sit down in, a, in, a, in an editing suite and go yeah let's cut this out for pacing let's get rid of that scene that that scene's not important we don't need that so it's 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 weird not many directors seem to do it but he seems really keen to be like this was my original vision this is how i want yeah. it i mean and and sometimes yeah it could work mm. but like you said sometimes you know that you're like come on do we really need all of this mm. we don't and like like i love sucker punch i think sucker punch is a great film highly underrated fantastic film yeah. i love the original version of watchman but I, when it said okay here's a four hour <coughs> sorry i thought i'd mute myself and didn't um, here's a four hour version of watchman i'm like i don't think i can do that fair enough and um, like i really enjoyed the watchman film but it's just yeah it, it is weird and i completely understand what you're saying i'll happily sit there and watch like you know, a series of something. Mm. But there's something where you just think, four hours is a long time to dedicate it to that one particular thing. <laughs> and even though it's it's the same as, like, even if they just split that Watchmen up to four episodes and I was off by myself, I would probably watch the four episodes. Yeah. Did you watch the Watchmen um, miniseries they did, or the limited series they did? You know what? I've got it recorded. I'm still not got around to watching it yet. Amazing. It's, it's so good. Like, so uh, much stuff that I need to watch, mm. but I will at some point get around to doing it. It is genuinely one of my favourite shows that have, that has been made in the last five, ten years. It's incredible. Oh, really? I, don't know how, I don't know how much of that is based on me just really liking the comic and the film uh, or not, because it's just it is a completely original story. Mm. Uh, but there are aspects as as you go through and you, you find out that certain things have sort of affected what happens in this. It's set further in the future, but yeah, so, so, so good. But, mm, mm. Right. But I anyway, because like I said, I've got it on the, on the old box that's recorded. So at some point I will dive into it. Mm. I'll just keep finding like so much stuff is like, um, like I said, on the weekly chats that we have, yeah, uh, the beginning of the thing would work. Like me and the me and the boss and the other guy would just sit there and like, right, okay, so what's everyone watching? So like, finish off this, and then we've all got like individual watch lists now. From what other people have been doing, like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Right, stick that on there. Stick that on there. Stick that on there. And then you've now got the the ridiculous thing of right, okay, so what's that on? That's on the iPlayer. Right, okay, so that's on the iPlayer. This is on Netflix. That's Amazon Prime. That's Disney Plus. All right, what's this one on then? <laughs> like, well, that one's on Sky. I'm like, all right, so we'll need to grab now TV. You're working out. You need something like fifty or sixty quid's worth of bloody uh, subscription streaming services to actually watch everything that you want to watch on a fucking yeah. watch list now. It's it's utterly ridiculous. Absolutely, that that is the weird thing. I mean, it's I think it's less. Um, a problem over here but you uh, uh, it, I've, I've heard people on various american podcasts that i listen to um talking about cable and apparently i mean i know there's people who spend about 100 odd quid on sky but there's people spending hundreds of dollars a month on tv bundles through through cable providers because there's just so many different variations of what you need and different states and diff- have different providers and different providers have deals with different channels. So if you don't have this one, you can't get this channel. And like just standard channels, not even like, oh, you don't get the movie package or you don't get the sports package. Literally, like you might not get, uh, I don't know, AM, AMC or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, a, a fairly big channel, you may not get it. I guess like having Virgin and not having Sky Atlantic, that sort of thing. 
Um, right, okay. <laughs> but that, you know, people are now like in a big, big, big way over in the States cutting, cutting cable off and going to, um, you know, all these streaming services. And the one thing that no one's doing yet is no company has gone, okay, let's talk to Netflix and Amazon and now and um, Star and Disney Plus and, you know, all these different companies and said, okay, we'll get we'll get you subscribers and we're going to charge them X amount and we will then give you your cut, which is slightly less than you would get if they went to you directly, but we're going to bundle them all together. So, you know, you would just have one price of like, say, £30 and you could have... I mean, you know, if you, if, so if you've got Netflix, which is what, eight ninety nine for the basic? Mm. You've got Disney Plus, which is seven ninety nine. Yeah, seven ninety nine. dollars Yeah. Now you can get for uh, for a tenner for the entertainment stuff. Amazon is six five ninety nine for just TV, isn't it? So you're less than thirty quid for the for four big streaming services right now. Yeah, you know, and you probably get more movies than Sky have got an offer. I I took out um, a Now TV Movies month pass, spent six pounds so I could watch. Um, the Justice League, um, and I've gone. Th- I've I went through all the movies that are that are recent, all the big ones, and I've bookmarked about six that I'm going to watch over this next month. But there's not much else. I look at everything yeah. else, and it's all you know. It's gone to Netflix, it's gone to Amazon. It's so it's not a big deal anymore. Yet you could you can pay like I say less than thirty pounds and have pretty much all the big streaming services and have access to almost everything. It's crazy, but. Anyway, we're getting off topic here. Yes, sorry. <laughs> kind of. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I th- I I think rather than say what you know, I I know a lot of people out there going, oh, it's amazing, it's great. I think what we need to look at is how bad the the weed and cut is. Okay, right. and why it's so bad, and this is, in my opinion, is why. It, this is decent. Decent is about as strong as uh, uh, a praise I'll give it. So, the weed and cut. I was looking at Wikipedia. I wanted to find out all the timescales on this, but May 2017, uh, Zack Snyder had to leave because of the family emergency he had. Um, mm. The they bring in Joss Whedon. They're like, okay, right, look, this guy did Avengers and and Age of Ultron, and look how amazing, huge they were. Let's get him in. And supposedly, it not just it's not all on Joss Whedon. It's mostly on the studio. The studio were like, right, no, look, it's too dark. We want something big, you know, bright and a, a bit more cheer to it, a bit nicer, a bit more like Avengers. Uh, what can you do? And Joss Whedon and the writers had to rewrite the movie and get, you know, uh, all, all the stuff laid out that they needed to reshoot to make this new version of the film, which isn't entirely different to the the Snyder cut but it's fairly different there's a lot of scenes i noticed that you know that weren't in it mm. um so that was in may the film came out in november that year so he had like 6 months to rewrite to shoot it to edit it and get it released and do all the cgi hence why it's a terrible mustache um, you know, removal, which is so much better, so so much better in this film, in the inside <laughs> cut. It's amazing what difference what three years makes on CGI. Yeah, but 
yeah and and then the studio uh like start start meddling saying look it needs to be under two hours so they come in with a film that's one hour and 59 minutes which i've talked about before which is just such a clear sign that the studio is like no no this will make it a good film we don't want people to be bored we don't want to overstay our welcome less than two hours joss whedon directing and rewriting it brilliant so i don't think it ever could have been a decent movie yeah and i i completely agree it's like we what we i was chatting about it in in work before um with mike um and i was saying that basically it the 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 weed and cut it's been that i've thankfully i've not watched it in since this theatrical release over here i don't don't want to watch it again no but when you go back and and think about it 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 literally is what Whedon did with with Age of Ultron. So Age of Ultron, now when you go back and watch it though, it is a good film. I remember not liking it as yeah, much as what it, I did. In comparison, wasn't it? That was the thing. Yes, it was. Uh, it was in comparison to the old to to to, to the original Avengers. Yeah, and when, and when you think like I wasn't a, a, a it wasn't a bad film. It just wasn't great. I thought when it first came out, <clears throat> but then after watching all the films with Ash again recently. I was like, you know what? Seeing how they all tied everything in together and how everything, it was, it was really fucking good and it was underappreciated. And I, I got a bit of a feeling like that with what this could have been. So, mm. so I think we're, we're weeding again because it's just obviously the same director he's got. This, you know, you you can see all the little touches that he's put into the original cut. Yeah, when you go through and yeah. <laughs> There's it's a video, just... I can't remember who it is, there's a video on YouTube that I watched a, a month or two ago, which um, showed what what he did with uh, with Justice League. Um, and he basically just took the template of Avengers, of Avengers Assembled, or, or, you know, whatever you want to call it, and put the Justice League characters in. He goes through and says, "Here's the similarities. Like, there's a there's a moment when this happens, there's a moment when that happens, there's a moment when the team's torn apart and they all have a big argument, and then they have to get back together. And this is why this bit didn't work as well as the Avengers one and stuff. And he, it, it's it's uncanny. It really is almost beat for beat the same story as um, the the first Avengers film. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm not surprised, you know." It's it's almost like the studio going, come on, we want something like Avengers. We want something that people are just going to love and they're going to be sat in the theatres and going to be cheering and it's going to be great. And he was like, all right, well, I'll just give them Avengers. I've, I've not got enough time to write some original, yeah. so here you go. It's it's just, it's it's very weird. So it's uncanny. So my, my point is, I, you know, that that was never going to be a good film. Now, that doesn't mean that the Zack Snyder's version was going to be good. No. Because, you know, on his track record, Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, just, they're just not, they're just not good. I don't think there's any, the, pe- people seem to be, if you badmouth um, the Snyder cut, people on the internet seem to be up in arms about it. But I've never seen that reaction against those two films. So I'm assuming they're safe and people agree that they're just not very good. Yeah, I think it's just, I think people are with that much in hope that this Snyder Cut is going to bring his version of like the the Holy Trilogy to sort of life. Yeah. Um, and that if they 
claim it's good enough and it was all right, if they claim it was that good, then they will get to see the second one come through. And if if they did what they did with when the weeding cut came out, like, no, 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 release the Snyder cut. Now the hashtag's already trending of save the Snyderverse and yeah. all, all this, the Snyder League. And I'm like, no, okay. Now, I know we're going to go a little bit more into the first film anyway, because we need to discuss certain elements of it. Mm. But with, with him coming out now in the, all the interviews, and, you know, it's common knowledge now, so we can quite happily talk about it, I suppose, is he's... He's explained what his trilogy was going to be and how yeah. it was going well, to. Kevin come Smith to revealed fruition. that months ago. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, "Because it's never going to happen." Uh, Zack Snyder told me this is what it was going to be, and then it kind of happened. <laughs> it's like, "Oops, yeah, shouldn't have probably said that." <laughs> well, I think to be fair, that trilogy sounded good. It sounded very interesting, um, hmm. but it did sound it did sound like it could be a really good trilogy now my a couple of issues i've got is like okay maybe if we can't get it in the in the theatrical releases you know we could do hbo max series yeah right because when i was chatting about it i was like it was always the the thing that marvel was was the best at this the theatrical releases and yet dc was smashing out the telly like marvel couldn't hold its own ground yeah i i agree with that but that now they're not it's not well yeah no 100 percent. but the tv it's always just been this sort of really watered down version of the shows you know what i mean they're, they're like that there's ignoring the t the marvel tv stuff they're doing now you know um it just didn't feel anything like a movie quality it felt really just like a bit cheesy yeah like a bit soap opera-ish and oh, you know arrows you know it's a bit darker it's nice like but but it's still there's still something about them where it's just not it's not that great they're fun and entertaining but the quality of them is isn't quite there um but yeah the, the stuff that people are doing now you look at things like you know game of thrones and and well one division or anything like that and the mandalorian it is just it is movie quality on TV. So yes, we're now at that point where where it could have a place. The budget mm. seemed to be suddenly there that they're willing to spend the right sort of money on this sort of stuff. I guess the question is with that, could they spend the right sort of money on Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot, uh, you know, <laughs> and Jason Momoa? Because I think the the cost of them's probably prohibitive. I don't know. Mm. I, I feel like I, there is a chance that they'll they'll fund another movie. I do think that that's a good. There's a good chance of that with the reception it's got and with the ratings and the subscribers they've got to uh, to HBO Max. I think there's a good chance. Well, the Warner Brothers guys come out from the head of the studio and been like, "Yeah, just because it's it's done great, don't don't expect this to happen." <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, which which would be a shame because it would be nice to see it continue on, and it would be nice, like we said, to have to have a DC series that you know would actually be of yeah. similar quality. If HBO to, to went out. went to Warner Brothers and said, "Look, here's two hundred million dollars. Can we make it?" I'm pretty sure they'd be like, "Yeah, go for it." Yeah, you can't you know? It, it's just, there's there's a lot of other places that money can come from. Mm. Like it would would be great because I would like to sit. They, 
and the, the only other issue we've got now is hopefully Flashpoint will be able to, when the Flash film comes out, that'll be able to you know, mm. take some of the, the worries away, which is what people were hoping for. The Schneider Cup was coming to life. They'd be like, okay. oh, brilliant, we'll be able we'll to see do what this. That, that, exactly, that. we'll see what that does, whether that does... I mean, if, even the likes of, of whatever the next Aquaman's going to be, they are still set in that universe. So it wouldn't surprise me if there comes a time where they want to, to pick it up again. Well, the thing is, though, like they've got to, because there's no way Ray Fisher is going to be able to play Cyborg. Obviously, like you know, they've taken him off the uh, off the Flash now mm. um, thing as well. Due to obviously all the yeah the, the you know the legal allegations and the, the fight. I mean, I yeah, I, that that's a whole other issue that we won't go into. But yeah, he's right. my least favorite bit of of that film. But he he was the biggest part of the his version of the Justice League as well and that's what obviously Schneider was saying you know that Cyborg is a is a huge part of it um, um, yeah, of- yes and no he had a bigger what I liked about it is that it did it did give some of the side characters far more of a purpose mm. like Flash and Cyborg in the in the Whedon cut just I don't know they were just there they were that that's yeah so you know, that's, you look at the finale, and it was uh, big fight, big fight, big fight. Uh, typical um, Joss Whedon. Oh, there's a single family in peril, so we can show that there are some real human stakes in this. Let's get them saved. Do you remember that? The because yeah. it was like <laughs> in the middle of it that, wasn't like in an abandoned um, sort of you know irradiated town. It was. It was just this town that everyone evacuated, except this one family didn't get out in time, so they were stuck in there, and they had to save them. And then they, it's the when they mention that early on in the film, they say, "Yeah, it's an abandoned town." In the in the Snyder cut, I was like, "Ah, okay, so they've got rid of that. That was definitely a weed and thing." But but anywho, yeah, it was just fight, 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 rescue the family. Oh no, we're about to lose the fight. No, it's fine because Superman's alive. He saves the day. It's over. It was like, yeah, they had to try and keep superman out of it for as long as possible uh and then he just suddenly decides to come back there didn't seem to be any build-up uh to convincing him to come back whereas mm. this it was an awful lot better it, you know fair he, he still doesn't come to later on in the fight I, again i'll try not to spoil things here but i, the, I think his, we might have to because there's a few well, things i do want to talk his, about <laughs> his journey to deciding yeah okay i'm gonna come and help these guys made a lot more sense it it, it was it, it don't know it, that that worked this time it didn't feel like it worked last time it just felt like he just decided all right yeah i'll come and help uh and still didn't really care he just came along and helped and still wasn't that happy about it whereas this he was like yeah no come on let's let's sort this guy out um but then that's not the end of it. He, you know, he might have that big fight, and he clearly looks like he's winning. But then, Cyborg and Flash have a huge part in actually completing this fight, this mission, or whatnot. Um, and without them, there's there's no point to any of it. It doesn't matter how much punching they can do, whether they can kill Steppenwolf. It doesn't matter because what he set in motion is going to happen unless these two characters who had nothing to do previously can complete their, their task again, without spoiling exactly what's going on. Um, so that, that I thought was really, really good. I was really happy that they gave them a little bit extra to do. 
Yeah. No, and uh, that's the thing because I was I was not a fan of the Flash as a Miller's version of the Flash in the original Justice League. But right. I think I think I I liked him. He was one of the better bits. I thought compared but to like say Cyborg just didn't do anything for me. My my issue with with uh, Ezra Miller is the fact that I was so used to Grant Gustin version yeah, yeah. of the Flash that when I watched this version of Flash and it's the same when if if when back in 2017 2018 if they did a Green Arrow film mm. and it wasn't Stephen Amell I'd be like I don't care how good this guy is it's it's not my Green Arrow and not right. like I'm not connecting with this guy because I'm so used to watching another person play him that I'm like I can't I can't do this. Whereas now I've had that long away from the Flash and the Arrowverse, that watching Ezra Miller now, I'm like, right, okay, I, I get it now, and I don't mind it. I think it, you know, he he plays a, a, a decent ish mm. character. Um, I, there were certain bits like I didn't like the puppy scene when he goes into the pet shop, you know, when he first saves Iris to be like, hey, okay. it's the setup for yeah. into the flash thing. And then that, that bit was just a bit, <clears throat> no, but I liked it when he goes to see his dad and he's chatting to his dad and how he still gets all giddy seeing Batman for the first time and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. But my issue with Cyborg is the fact that it's not Teen Titans go Cyborg. <laughs> and I know that, I know that's on me. I know that is massively on me, but when you're the only version of Cyborg yeah, okay. you know and you are used to is the comedy Cyborg having a really fucking serious, like, I've got nothing, no one, oh, I hate myself, I hate life, what you've done to me, this is all fucking awful. I'm like, yeah, just not a fan. Your, your suit design's pretty wank. It's just not yeah. not great. He's overkill um, on CGI. When yeah. You, if you, you look at something like uh well look at iron man suit which yeah technically it's the same sort of thing just looks great looks real yeah whereas there's so much better. nothing about him that that isn't 100 percent clearly cgi no so, the, the, the one thing that did make me laugh which it shouldn't have done because there's nothing bad about the designs actually a really good thing when they're looking through for the heat signature Mm. of like the mother box or the mother box yeah. whatever it is that you're yeah. looking for boxes, yeah. um, and they're in Batman's little cave uh, mm. house thing and they're looking at the screen I was like what the Batman's fuck Batman's little what? cave like what, what is that red cave. yeah like what is that red thing what, what what's that red thing on the screen and I was trying to figure out what it is because like oh it's there that's where it is and I'm like yeah. well what's that red thing up there then and then when I thought about it I was like fuck a cyborg's looking at the screen and it's his red eye that's yeah. literally on the, on the screen I, I had exactly that I, I, like exactly that thing i was like what are they looking at i mean partly because i've got this beautiful 43 inch tv and i'm watching it you know taking up half the screen <laughs> because it's in 43 yeah. which is frustrating <laughs> just not having the whole screen so you know things aren't quite as big as they normally would be so i was like yeah where where is it where's the the point and i was like oh it's there and then it zoomed in and that didn't move and i was like oh uh, no okay that's just a reflection <laughs> so yeah i agree yeah it's mad and it's, it's, with some of the issues with, with the pacing is like how he was just he was like no nah, i don't want any part of this no this is all rubbish no 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 and then the next thing is he's he's with them i didn't mm-hmm. ever see him like turn up to be like okay guys i'm in what's the plan like what do i do or anything 
it was just literally next to him. And I'm like, uh, did I did I miss something? Because <laughs> all of a sudden he's just like yeah. part of the fucking group straight away. Like, how did he get to that bit? Like, how did he know where to find how, what was going on with that? Like, that made no sense. At least with like the Flash, you actually see him come back to the the back cave and shit and and chat about stuff. Whereas Cyborg was just randomly, oh yeah, right, and here same Rackman, you know, he went hunting Rackman for ages, and then also Rackman's just there. And like, I, I just there's certain bits where I'm like, this makes no sense. This makes no sense. The the whole Norwegian him coming through in that village. You know, when Aquaman goes back yeah. into the water again. Yeah, well, like, that's, that's another two or three minutes that you can cut out. Yeah, I was just like, you're doing the full song? Oh, you're doing the full yeah. song. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, it's still going. Yeah. Wow, it's still going. Because why not? It's like, it, it takes takes up just like, there's so much random epicness in air quotes. It just makes you think, uh But because, like I said, you, you've got used to the characters now because it's been that long since come out you've had like the Aquaman film come out mm. you know as well and you've had threats of Robert Patterson's Batman coming out soon yeah and you're like oh, did you really want Robert Patterson to be Batman because like Batfleck was a fucking really good Batfleck so all of a sudden your hatred for the new Batman makes you appreciate everything that Batman's done more and it's the same with Aquaman Aquaman was like you know what I don't like the fucking yo you're my homie this is what Ackman is, but yeah. that's not what he was. But now you've you've become yeah. accustomed to him because you know he was. You've watched the Weeden Cut and he was in that. Then you've watched the Aquaman solo film. You're used to the way that Aquaman yeah. is. So I, now when you watch yeah. this one, you like, I think it works. You know what to expect? And I I liked him a lot more. Like I hated him in the um, in the first Justice League, like right. the first cut of it. I was like, that is just like, what the fuck is he? He's like the surfer dude, just the homie that popped up. You know, like what he did was it worked well for Thor when he was Fat Thor and he was playing Fortnite. Mm. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. He's just wanted to get away from everything. You know, he's turned an alcohol because everything has happened. But you you know the, the progression and how he's gone. And you think, yeah, you know what? He actually pulls it off quite well. Then he turned around, whereas Aquaman just straight away was like, yeah, you're my homie and stuff. So they've, they've kept in that bit, you know, where um, the the end fight, when you're mm. going through and, you know, Aquaman's riding the Batmobile and he's like, cool. And then he fucking jumps up and does, like, the aerial fight for no fucking reason at all. And then he starts riding the dude down like, he, like he's a surfboard. Yeah, yeah. And then when he lands, the hair flip. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's what makes me like it, the little touches like that. I wonder how much of that is a is a choice and how much of that is just him mm. because that's what he seems like in real life yeah but i also that, think like is it like right when you land to do the sort of the surfer like hair flip because he yeah. does it just so perfectly timed and it's so casual that it just he does, works he, and that, <laughs> he plays that character that variation of the character really yeah. well like you said you can believe that's what it's going to be so now after all this time of being used to Jason Momoa being Aquaman, it'll be the same as if now a serious guy comes, like blonde dude comes on and is like, hey, I'm Aquaman. I'm like, no, you're not. Mm, <laughs> Jason yeah. Momoa is Aquaman? Because that's, I'm so now used to that character. It, like, that doesn't faze me. Still don't like Superman. There's nothing they can do to make me like Superman. Mm. He's just, 
and it, it's the things like with the flash and stuff as well and the other thing that got me is how when wonder woman's in the bank at the beginning mm-hmm. and she literally deflects every single bullet going across all the <laughs> fucking people yeah which looks awful like that that does that does not look good it doesn't she, look like in the in her films no that's one of the problems yeah, it hasn't got just, this sort of unified sort of look to it. The way she's moving, it just she just doesn't do that in her own film. So it's, you know, I don't know. That's that's just that's weird to me. I know it's it's a different director and different producers and everything, but it just but it's the I same character. So it should, yeah, they should they should try that's, and keep that's it. That's the issue that they've got, yeah. but they can't seem to make the mind up with her powers. Right, in it. that that's the thing that gets me. So she was really quick, fucking rapid in that bank scene. Mm. Yeah, when the guy goes to reload, she's not quick enough to to literally stop him from reloading and get him. And then she stops the bomb, but then decides to blow up the fucking building anyway. Um, but then when she's fighting Steppenwolf later on, why can't she move anywhere near as quick when she's fighting Steppenwolf as she can when she's deflecting the bullets off the bad guys? I like that to me doesn't make sense. Mm. And what's the point in the flash? If fucking Superman can go equally as quick, there's just just there's so many things. I'm just like that's just really. I mean, to be fair, there's no point in any of them when Superman comes back because no one can fucking touch anything. Like Superman apparently is the Swiss Army knife for fucking superheroes. He can just do everything and anything, and apparently better than anyone. Mm. So like, it just it annoyed me when you know um, Superman's just got hold of Aquaman and. Is it Aquaman and Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman and Cyborg by the throats and you see the Flash running past the side and Superman does a little like eye look to be like, I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> and does it, and it's like, can you not just tone his powers down? He's only just come back. Just go down a bit and let him build up to, to get to have the powers. Yeah. So like that that still frustrates me like massively. But there was, there, there was some nice things in the film. Like I said, I, I quite like the story beats. Like, I, I know where it's going if they did manage to do it, obviously with like Lois Lane having the pregnancy test and stuff like that I like the idea if they're doing the, the, the third one you've already said haven't they who the new Batman's going to be because apparently that's going to be Superman's kid um, oh I've not heard that oh yeah so Zack Snyder came out and was like yeah so the, the second one's going to show um, actually Robin dying and how Batman you know when so I don't know are we all right to spoil everything since it's, we've been talking about it? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to avoid it because it's only been out for what you know four or five days at this point, right, okay. um, and it's not. I don't think it's on something that is easily as accessible now. I don't know why because you know it's just now TV and it's Sky Movies, but I don't know. I feel it's less likely that people will have watched it than an episode of One Division, for example. Right. Okay, so uh, without saying what happens in the film and stuff, then um, in the in the third one, obviously you've seen uh, Superman die in the first in Batman versus Superman, the Dawn of Justice, um, and in I think it's the second one, isn't it? Where if they're going to show it, Lois Lane apparently dies, and that's what causes the nightmare. Well, well that that's what the 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 nightmare world is getting yeah, so, at yeah, and so in in Batman versus Superman when he's visited by Barry Allen um 
he he's like you know you got to save Lois. She's the key or whatever. Yeah, she's the key. So and he yeah. references that, doesn't he? And um in this version yes which is like, which is good because he didn't in the weed and cut it was just yeah. like, ah that's not important so obviously this is all the, the playing off so they're saying like you know lois is the key you need to save lois um but in the in the third third film apparently flash would have gone back in time told batman what's going to happen but then batman goes i know what i gotta do and he sacrifices himself instead of Lois Lane. Right. And then everyone lives happy and she has this little sprog and they call it like Bruce Kent and he becomes the new Batman and that's how that was going to end the actual trilogy off with was it all being like a nice little family union uh, okay. coming through. So, but there's, there's loads of it. It sounded very good and like we said, we aren't spoiling anything. I really liked um, the Joker. Uh, that 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 is that is common knowledge that he's in the epilogue. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, no, absolutely. Apart from <laughs> apart from the laugh, I think the laugh is the only thing where I was like, that just seems really forced and like not right. But I quite I quite liked his like his poison. I think he he played him really well. If he only would have played that like that in fucking Suicide Squad, mm, <laughs> I think it would have been. I I don't. I I didn't. That was the the epilogue was the worst bit of the film for me. It just seemed completely pointless. I, yeah, just, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. It's yeah. it's only pointless because we're not going to get any more. I think, and regardless that's, of that, that's, that's the issue because that would have set up two straight away, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, but well, no, because it's a it's a dream. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have a, any bearing on anything else. He even states it's a premonition. <laughs> Yeah, Doesn't but... he, he states in the when he says like Lois is key, yeah, I dream. No, a premonition. So he knows. Like, no, my, is, I think yeah, I I think Barry Barry Allen visiting him uh, and what he thought was a dream. I think that happened. I think that's real because he also has in well, it, hap- it it happens twice in Justice League, doesn't it? It happened once in the original cut. Mm. Where he goes to the nightmare world and you know has this the big fight with the thing the bat things or whatever, um, so I no I I don't know I, it doesn't have this the thing for I I don't think it has to be anything so it didn't make me go oh great yeah there's the tease for the next one it just made me go they just wanted to get the Joker in it's just and there's nothing you can do to make me like him. It was the first first thing they shot because he didn't want. It was the only to thing not, they shot. Yeah, I was say he didn't want to not have Batman go up against or have an interaction with the Joker. You know, if this is the final time I get, like the only time I get to do it, he was like, they need to get together. I was like, fair enough. Um, the one thing that made me chuckle a lot, though, and I think it's just because obviously this came out now after um, Spider-Man: Far From Home, but the thing where the, with Deathstroke and stuff when you know they have to like reveal the identity and stuff mm. I'm just like I, you've just watched Spider-Man everyone going like oh shit I'm like right let's, let's use that and like, well really? that, that was in the original that scene was in the original one I don't remember him telling them who Bruce Wayne was though mm-hmm. okay I don't remember that whether he did no, or, know, or didn't no, De- but... like Deathstroke was definitely on the on the yacht with, with yeah. Lex 
but he didn't reveal. He was just like, "Who? You know, the, I need the I need the Batman. Like this is okay. personal." And right. he never references. Like Lex never says, "Okay, if you want some information." Fair enough. I can't remember. Is. I can't remember one way or another with that. So, yeah, but that's the that's the thing with that. Mm. But yeah, um, yeah, without without spoiling anything else. <laughs> now that I've managed to spoil most of it. No, no, no. I mean, that is, like you say, that is just, everyone knows that it's absolutely common knowledge that the Joker is in it um, and he's in a, you know, a dream sequence. I don't think, I, I saw a, a single post that was like, here's a photo of the Joker in, in, in the, the uh, in the Snyder cut that didn't also then say, yeah, but he's not really in it. He's in a dream sequence. Yeah. The one so. thing I am thankful for, though, is the fact that they didn't do it with uh, fucking Jesus Christ. You know, when um, they started showing, like, all the teasers yeah, what, and stuff. Absolutely. What is about, with that? What is with no any idea. of that? None of the pictures had anything to do with, you know, what we actually saw. No. And I'm quite thankful for that because I was not a fan. Hundred <laughs> percent. So I'm like, not, thank God. not going to disagree at all with that. <laughs> that was just not not looking good at all. So I'm I'm thankful for that. Really thankful for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was just not good. But overall, I'd say it was about seven out of ten. Yeah, that's probably a good. Uh, yeah, and and like I say, I, that's good going. I think for a four-hour film that I've technically seen before. Yeah, you know, it, it sort of paced itself fairly well. It was, it was, the extra stuff was 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 worth it. Um, I mean, I I thought that they filmed an awful lot more, but apparently all they did was the the epilogue, the bit with the Joker, and the, a bit with another character that I definitely won't mention. Um, yeah, the rest was that, all either already filmed or like you know really... put together with CGI and whatnot. So. That was the so yeah because the one thing that threw me is the fact that they were like then section I was apparently never going to use a, a single frame of what Joff Whedon shot and stuff. So I was like, is he doing the entire thing from scratch again? Then and then I was like, actually, he's used up a fuck ton of it. Yeah, yeah. This, but but again, I didn't feel like um, enough of it was like uh, oh I've seen this I've always seen this bit. You know yeah. they they. If it almost feels like they used alternative cuts of it or alternative angles and different takes, and so it 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 worked. It, it did it did work. The 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 bits to me that were stupid that uh, though were still in it. That was the only problem. Um, like it just it, there was there was no build up or setup to whatever the heck these mother boxes are. It's just like oh yeah, there's these things and we need to he needs to collect all three and if he gets all three then he's going to do something and we need to stop it yeah i think they the they need they, they were lich i know marvel have done it in bits and pieces where they're just like right okay like fans know this like it, you know and you'll you'll get a lot more entertainment from it if you are a fan you're like, you'll get some of our deep cuts and stuff yeah but with this they were just like Right, okay, here's another box. We're not going to fucking explain what it is. No. It does just fucking... Granted, this, the, the Snyder Cut did a better job of explaining them. The whole... Mm. Um, the There was a, a, a greatly extended scene, um, which I think was... Was it the opening to the Whedon Cut? I can't remember. But um, where it shows in the past when Steppenwolf... Well, um, yes. When Darkseid 
first invaded Earth thousands of years ago, and you know the Atlanteans and the um, and, and the the Amazonians and man, <laughs> and but also like um, some of the well, again, no, I, don't, I don't want to spoil it. A couple of characters, but anyway, they fought him off, and at least that was extended and explained quite a lot of stuff there. So that was good. Um, but just that and the whole having to activate it and having to drop like this was in the weed and cut so get definitely not spoiling it I'm spoiling it in telling you that this stupid bit is still in it but I don't understand the whole dropping it and wait until it touches the water and then the flash has to give it an electric shock because he's run from so far away which isn't really that far away yet he seems to take quite a long time to get there even though he's supposed to be going the speed of light or close to the speed of light in fact he has to go past the speed of light because time moves backwards you know that it just uh, I thought that was a Whedon thing that seemed so weird and badly written and just a bit of um of what they what what they supposedly call chuffer which is just like let's just explain something away by saying that it's fact so right, yeah, yeah, if we do this, this will make this this will do it, and this will get us from A to B in the story, and that's all we care about. Um, whereas, but no, apparently it was in the original cup in the original story uh, script because it was in this. <sighs> I don't know; yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. And granted, that pays off at the end of this this cut without ruining anything. So it it worked better. But in the moment, I was just like, "Uh, this this stupid bit again." Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> now, yeah. So, summing it up, yeah, seven's probably a good score. I think it was an awful lot better than the the Whedon version. Um, but I still don't. I I think people are still fanboying a bit too much for for no reason. A to be thousand honest. percent. But, um, but I would be interested. I, I'm I'm more on board now with there being another one of me watching it than I was. That's exactly what I said to Mike. I was yeah. like, you, you know, like it's not. It, it it is a lot better than the original version, but that doesn't make it a great film. However, what they've done with it has made me go, yeah, you know what? If it, if they said, okay, we're going to move forward with doing another one, I would be more into going to see it. Yeah, and and I would. It'd be it'd be fine. You know, like I like the the premise. I like the story that they're, they're going to put into it. If it's going to keep with what the original plan was, from he said from his uh, his talks and stuff. And I know they can do the characters now. So yeah, I'd be willing to give it a shot. But at the same time, it's it's hard having watching that just mere hours before I started watching Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier, which to be <laughs> oh, fair, dear. yeah, fair enough, was 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 great. Yeah, like, very good. Apart from the very last sort of like two minutes, which I know the whole internet has gone completely mental about. Um, U.S. agent is oh okay yeah 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 <sighs> no but that's the point that is completely the point. I I'm pretty sure they picked. Um, the just the smuggest, most anti Chris Evans actor they could. And do you know who it is? 
Uh, it's Kurt Russell's son, son right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, no idea, but he has got such an idiot face. I, 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 every week after um, I'd watch um, WandaVision, um, I would go onto Reddit and go to the discussion thread and see all the theories and what, look at what people were talking about. And I did the same with Falcon Winter Soldier, even though there's not really any theories yet. Um, <laughs> but I, I saw someone summed up really well and and um, everyone was praising them for it. And it was like, it's just, he's got, the sort of face that I just want to punch. Yes. And, but that's the point. That is definitely the point. I, you know, you're supposed to go, I mean, it's, it's very, it's very well done when watching it. I was like the the opening 10, 15 minutes or whatnot, where there's just this amazing action scene, which made me go like, yeah, they could have done a Falcon and Winter Soldier film. And people. I thought you were about to swear. Oh, (laughs) yeah. No, Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. A it Falcon. just really sounded like you were like, Falcon. I was like, what? Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, no. So a Falcon and Winter Soldier film, all like this, and people would have been on board for it. Yeah. You know, they, they it's almost like they don't want to give the little side characters their own films. Cause like, they're not quite big enough, but watching that, I, I was like, yeah, no, this, this would have worked. And then they go off telling a lot more story than they probably would in a film and that mm. made me realize no do you know what there's really is a place for for the, the the tv stuff and not just as like ah let's just dump these characters on tv um because they're not worthy but like no we, we want us to tell a much more fleshed out story here yeah um and that works great and the whole the, there's a I think the whole thing about US agent and basically obviously at the end of of Endgame, um, Sam gets given the shield and he says, you know, it feels like it's someone else's and he goes, no, it's, it's in, you know, it's in the right place. It's yours. And then we find out in this, in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier that he, he donates it to the Smithsonian. He's like, I still don't feel right about having it, so here you go. I'll just carry on being Falcon, and here you can display it for everyone to see, and it can inspire future generations, and blah, blah, blah. Um, then it's send, Then he goes off, and um, the rest of the episode is him and his sister and his niece, um, him trying to talk his sister out of selling their family boat that their parents you know, bought. 50 years ago and he grew up on and whatnot and making sure they don't lose the house and all this sort of stuff and it's it's really well done in that he's he's like he he's given up on the shield he he doesn't think, feel like he, that is his thing that that is something a mantle he can take over but he really wants to take over the mantle of you know his, that his parents had so he's mm. he's focusing on this one thing that he can deal with but not the other thing even though he's been told you know look you're the guy for this um so i think you couldn't have done i don't think you could have had the time to to play with that story and in, in a film so it works really well um and then the fact that at the end yeah they the smithsonian just went oh, okay well we've got this now we can do what we like with it and they hand it to a new guy you're supposed to go that's not right i hate this guy Oh yeah, no, I get that, and it'd be you know, like you said, they've done it very well, but his face is just so fucking cartoony and stupid. But absolutely, but that is entirely the point. I know that's the point, but it just 
you look at you, you look at um, you know Chris Evans as 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 Cap, and it just it just everything about him just looks perfect. It's just like this is like you, you, it's going to be difficult to recast um, Wolverine, you know, because Hugh Jackman just sort of personifies that role Did too you well. And um, there's a bit of a an online sort of thing going to get. Um, Oh, what the fuck's his name from the boys? Um, what the f- hey, which one? <laughs> My mind's gone well blank. The main bad, bad, good dude. The, the guy who plays Billy Butcher. No, 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 not him. Um, the main superhero dude. What's the fuck's his name? My, my mind gone blank. Oh, Homelander. Homelander. Let's play Wolverine. So, yeah. So someone has gone like, have you seen this? Here's my fan interpretation of what he would look like. And giving him sideburns, to play, basically. To play Wolverine. Um, and then it all went a bit like mental on this online thing. And the guy who plays Homelander was like, I'd be well up for this. Of course he would. Um, and was like, have you checked me out? What if you put some like snick snick? Um, oh, and he made some Wolverine quote and was like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I'd be up for it. Come at me, Marvel. And the fan art looked fucking awesome, like the artwork for it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Like, but you are right. Wolverine is is literally Hugh Jackman. It's, tr- it's difficult. I, the, I get... certain, the, there are certain characters that now, you know, we've uh, they've absolutely they just cast right from the get go, and it's and it's hard to. to the redo one thing, that. the one thing I like with Captain America is the fact that you know he passes on the shield so many different variations, or like all the time, there's so many different versions of Captain America. Yeah, that I haven't got an issue with them doing. Okay, I pass on the shield to Cap. It's like now in the comics, you've got the new gay um, Cap. Yeah. Which is coming out. And like, that's awesome. The fact that Diverse Fighting are doing lots of different variations of Cap. But if and they're ever going to do that in the but, films, they will cast someone who really looks the part. You know, like, I mean, Sam Wilson has been Captain America in the comics. Yes. Which is why this you know, storyline works. Um, but I think this character he won't be he won't be the new cap you know it's supposed i think by the end of this he'll he'll have moved on sam will have taken the mantle or something something will have happened but well yeah because have you read much about us agent uh no not really i'm trying to dig into it um after seeing him because i was like the the, what the one thing that made me laugh was me and ash watched it Hmm. Um, on Friday, like as soon as Oliver went to bed, I was like, "Can we have tea and watch Winter Soldier?" Like, Falcon Winter Soldier. He was like, "Is this because you want to decide what's going on, or do you have to report back?" And I was like, "Well, I'm going to talk about it on the pod because you so need to watch it before Monday." But I just thought it'd be nice for us to watch it because you like watching the Marvel stuff. She was like, "Yeah, sure." So she was watching it and like dicking about on the phone while she was watching it, and she never made any comment all the way through up until she looked up and seen Cap and was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Uh, so just went off and I was like, ah, your only notation about the entire thing was how stupid Cap looks. And you're right. <laughs> the US agent does look daft. And I was like, I wonder why they've done that. So I went on and it was like, yeah, it's actually the US agent, not obviously yeah. the Cap Cap. Um, and that he's just a really vindictive, murderous, violent bastard. Right. Like, he just outright murders like scientists and like anyone that looks like they could do a little bit of harm or even innocent bystander stuff it, apparently he gets it taken off him and the mantle because he's just a dick um so i'm wondering if they're going to show that 
or if they're just going to be like, yeah, they, you know, you know now there's a cap somewhere, and either a is that going to be a spin-off show, or b are they going to show it in this, or c is this just to rile Sam up to go fuck it, I am going to become cap or what? Mm. But like, I I love Sam as as Falcon, and I think he works really fucking well as Falcon, and I like the fact that they did the show without even interacting with each other. Like they made the the notation, like the the things be like, well, yeah, if you know, like you know, Samson trying to contact you when you talk to the Winter Soldier. He's like, for the past three years, like, yeah, I know. He's like, you've got like fucking thirty missed calls off him. Yep. Like, are you not going to speak to him? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, it's nice fact that the show is, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and they're not even talking to each other or even referencing each other exists as of yet. It's just yeah, absolutely. Let's carry on. And I like their stories. I think that, that it's so well, like I'd love to have seen a Falcon show and I'd love to just have a Winter Soldier show, but we're going to get them both together. No, it's awesome. The only thing one downside was the fact that it was like 47 minutes or something. And then obviously like 17 yeah, minutes, minutes yeah. is fucking <laughs> uh, credits. So I was like, I thought we had like six one hour shows. Like, Straight, straight out the bat, it's like well, nothing's yeah, but nothing's ever been an hour, you know. We, uh, ignoring the fact that yeah, the Disney Plus stuff seems to be all over the place. It, an hour is with adverts, isn't it? So I was always expecting about forty-five minutes, and then I, I thought, well, fair enough. You're probably going to have about seven or eight minutes of um, of of credits. Mm. Yeah, it just made me think because it was going straight to the streaming service would have like the hour show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously not. It, absolutely, it would have been would have been great. I would have absolutely appreciated it if it just had that little bit more. But yeah, I think because it was just and was, again talking to to Mike over it, my mate at work. Um, it's just it's so nice to have a new Marvel thing that feels like the film, mm-hmm. like a continuation. Whereas One Division was a great show. Don't get me wrong. It it took until about the seventh episode. Yeah. To feel it like felt it was like, it. like yeah. a proper show show, whereas this straight off the bat was like right okay credit Falcon Winter Soldier and fucking huge massive action sequence, and just from the get go all the way through and I was like yeah I am feeling like this definitely is on the big screen it's fucking brilliant and I really really dug it I thought it was a really really great great premiere. Mm. If, uh, it's how it should be done and it's just a shame straight after I was like right let's see what this Snyder gets about <laughs> <laughs> well I kind of went the opposite I um, I watched the Snyder cut and then I was like oh let me see what else is on, on now movies um, and I had about two and a bit hours until we had the podcast um, so I watched uh, Birds of Prey that's a good film it's great enjoyed Birds of Prey. Yeah. now yes it's great it still has its flaws. I, I I really liked the first sort of half hour, forty five minutes. I really liked the end. It had a little bit of a slow moment um, in in the middle, but at no point did I go did I not enjoy it. It just it definitely just it didn't keep up the pace. Um, but yeah, as a whole, it's great. It, it it was shorter than I expected, so it was a really nice sort of nice flow. I think, but. 
I, I expected a bit more, um, and I'm glad it wasn't like this, but I think from the trailer and stuff, I expected this whole sort of, you know, girl team, birds of prey thing running all the way through it. But it was really yeah. interesting that it wasn't at all. It was just, it was, you know, completely separate characters that keep crossing paths and then eventually the paths cross to the point where they have to work together and then that's just the entire finale. Um, it just, yeah, it worked great. She was really good. It was probably the best version of Harley Quinn we've had um, out of the stuff that she's done. Mm. Um, although that's not really much, I suppose, is it? But <laughs> it just, she was she was just a little bit much in Suicide Squad, but then everything was, I guess. Whereas yeah. this, she was just a re- I don't know, really fun, endearing character that, you know, you could absolutely hate because she's, you know, a criminal. She's a murderer, but she was just, I don't know, really enjoy enjoyable. Um, so yeah, I I I was pleasantly surprised. I don't think I went into it thinking I'm not going to like this, but yeah, I don't know. From the, it was just a really bad trailer. It was yeah. one of the worst trailers I, I've seen for a um, for a big movie in in quite some time. But, I think that's it, isn't it? And it was just, I think I went in with very low expectations, but just thinking, you know what, it's a comic book film and I've got Sky Cinema now, so I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, yeah, you know what, so I have it on the background while I play WoW, and that's what I did to begin with. And then in the end, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stay in the sin and just carry on watching the rest of that. And I just really, really enjoyed it. Just mm-hmm. fun. Don't think about anything, just have on. As opposed to like sort of you know the Justice League and that sort of stuff where you got to literally go right. What's this character doing? Why are they doing that? What's going on with this? What's doing this? Why is that happening? It was just a case of stick it on and just play it out. And it's just really fun. Yeah. Although Tim Booth as Zars still would have been better. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise it was it was Victor Zars uh, for a little bit because he just looked like he'd been in a fight and had a few scratches. And then they then they named him, and then later on he showed all these scratches. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it, it it was good. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I'm I'm kind of almost disappointed that it didn't do better. Um, just not sure there's going to be any more. But do you know what? At least we've got the the um, James Gunn Suicide Squad to come. Yeah. So that's the the so and <laughs> I, I know. That we like James Gunn, mm. and I know we like some of the characters in Suicide Squad. Okay, but after being burnt by the first Suicide, I know it's going to be the whole Snyder cut again, where I'm like, I've been burned, I can't be asked doing this again. And then when it comes out, I'm like, Yeah, go on, then I will. Mm. But I've got, I don't have many expectations for Suicide Squad. Like I, I know do it, because it literally, I feel like it is just it's going to be far more Guardians of the Galaxy than it is um, original Suicide Squad. I hope so. I, I really don't like, I like the fact that, you know, he's putting in like a thousand and one characters just to kill off who he wants. Exactly, exactly. I, I like that. The fact that they've already spawned and started filming fucking spin-offs and stuff. Peacemaker, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, and now one of the characters in Peacemaker is getting his own spin-off. Right, right, right. Like, like already, like this is the one thing I don't like about when these sort of franchises become popular is like, right, okay, who can we milk? Right, let's do this, this, and this. And like, I know you don't have to watch it, 
but things are always better when you actually give it its all and actually watch it all. But I'm just like, can I really be asked to to sit through that? Because like I like, we've already gone through this before, but I really like John Cena. I think he, you know, he's a great character. So Peacemaker, I will watch. But I just, yeah, I don't know if there's a, a requirement for more spin-offs already before the film even comes out. No, no, there probably isn't. Um, I think it's getting a bit ahead of themselves, but yeah. <laughs> typical, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that... No, but I'm I am looking forward to it. and and to be fair, even if we if we don't compare it to something like Guardians of the Galaxy, if it's if it's got the sort of the lightheartedness mixed with uber violence of Birds of Prey, I'll be perfectly happy. Yeah, because it was quite violent. Yeah, and again, there was quite a bit of slow motion in um, <laughs> in that as well. It just seems to be a DC thing. Yeah. Like, right? can we do to well, slow violence violence is better when it's in slow motion true mm, as long as it's done correctly unlike okay. the justice league <laughs> it, was, it was just awkward moments that we yeah, yeah, decided yeah. to put into it in slow-mo it wasn't like you know the punch that lands it was the, the run-up to the punch like that sort of stuff that that threw me and i'm like if you're going to slow-mo it at least do the connection <laughs> don't do the whole like swing in slow motion and then speed up for the hit like that sort of stuff made no sense to me and i was like why are you doing that it just mm. seems really weird and bizarre and completely out of place so i wasn't a fan but yeah no. you know there was bits like that when especially when harley quinn's fighting in the prison cell and stuff and she was doing like all the random backflips and stuff they were doing the slow motion i was like the, you, you didn't need to do that okay cool <laughs> fair enough but no all in all enjoyable romp yeah um and just to wrap up then in terms of um talking about all the stuff that's going to be going to hbo max um a few weeks ago we were talking about nothing but disney plus now we're talking about nothing but hbo max um (laughs) you're going to be uh disappointed reg in that there doesn't seem to be a home in the uk for any of the warner brothers movies i know while cinemas are closed um because Godzilla versus King Kong has been announced as going straight to premium uh, rental, premium streaming, um, which is going to be, I, th- I can't remember the amount I read, about fifteen ninety nine, sixteen ninety nine to rent for two days, which is, you know, that's your, that's your standard. That was like what Trolls 2 World Tour launched mm. at or whatever. Uh, it's not, I know it's, it's not it's Disney because, money. Because the, <laughs> the new trailer is is great. I haven't watched it with sound, but I watched the the you know it's like the Godzilla Kong trailer. Yeah, it was like. But, but have you have fight. you seen any of the previous films? Yes. Which ones? Yes. All all of them. I've seen all of them. Okay, the trailers have generally been pretty good. So I'm not. I I, I would. I want to watch it. I didn't hate King of Monsters, but it wasn't great. Um, I really like Skull Island, but it it, it just it it's a good standalone movie i know it's part of this monster verse but it doesn't need to be um but yeah it's it's more the fact that i i know it's not necessarily something you're bothered about that that is not going to be on any service that you can just pay for a subscription it's more that mortal Kombat. (laughs) it's not going to be on any of these things that was my point yeah that was the thing that got me a bit so i watched the trailer and then it said um in 
uh, HBO Max and certain cin- and select cinemas on mm. the trailer. And I yeah. was I was watching it just like in the corner while I was doing some work and stuff. And then I just clocked it and I was like, Sky Cinema. Holy shit, so it is right then. So they're just going to start showing all the films in Sky Cinema. And I got really excited and watched it again. And I was like, select cinema. Right, okay. Not Sky Cinema. Right, 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 right. And then I looked and I was like, yeah, yeah. so Mortal Kombat won't be coming on Sky Cinema because yeah. I had a quick Google and they were like, well, that, don't expect yeah. it. I mean, that's... Um... That's for the States. That's just, you know, where cinemas are open in some places. <laughs> Whereas over here, well, I mean, I can't remember what we, we, I think the last two weeks we've done this where we've like, when are cinemas opening? And we've Googled sometime in May, isn't it? I think. Yeah, May 17th. Um, so you might find the Mortal Kombat is out after that. I can't remember when Mortal Kombat's due, but yeah, fortunately, you'll probably be able to go to a cinema to watch it if you feel like it. Would you be up for a cinema watching of... Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I'm dying to go back to the cinema. I've, I've said it multiple times on this pod. I'm not... I, I At the price that 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 it is at my local and, and well, our old local, which is in the middle of us, um, where it's just like £5 to watch any film, I, I'll go and see almost anything. <laughs> yeah, just, so... Mm. But anywho, that's enough of that. We're uh, we're we're getting on four hours here, Reg. Well, we can call this the um, the Satnan cut. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I'm not cutting much out. No, you don't definitely need to doing a Zack Snyder. It's all golden. It always all is. All of it. It's all butter. It's gravy. That's what they say, right? It is. It's all mm-hmm. gravy. It is. It is. So, just randomly done this. So, Rotten Tomato score for the Justice League just to end on because okay. for some reason my phone lit up with Facebook on. All right, and the can I guess? Was... Yep. Okay. So, so we've got the critic score, critic score and, we've and got the audience score. Audience, audience score ninety two. Close. Okay. Very close. Critic score. And what is it? Ninety seven percent. Ninety seven. Only three percent of audiences who sat through that four hours went, yeah, yeah. As opposed to, what do you think the audience score was for the original Justice League? Uh, hmm. Thirty-seven. Nowhere near that low. The audience score okay. seventy-one. All right, interesting. Yeah, I thought it was a bad one. Yeah. But the critic score then. Critic score um sixty-two. For the new one or the old one? New one. The new one higher. Seventy-eight. Oh, slightly, slightly lower. Okay. I'm not guessing again. That was seventy-five. Uh, we'd be here all day. Okay. So, and then the original about thirty-two. Slightly higher. Okay, thirty-six. Forty. All right. Fair enough. So, so interesting. yeah, interesting. Really interesting. But mm. you know, I would, I, I would agree with the critic score on both of those. Mm. So I would uh, definitely not an audience score member of ninety-seven percent. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, so. I, I agree absolutely. Yeah, but hey ho, thank you everybody for listening because. That's a nice way for us to end it. Yep. And apologize if we spoil anything, but it's, you know, 
it's not that important. I think people that want to watch it will have watched it by the time they listen probably, to this. Probably, probably. And I'm pretty sure that if you really cared that much, you'd either have, yeah, you'd either have watched it or you just turned off immediately when we announced we were about to talk about this Snyder Cut. Yeah. Mm. No, we didn't talk about that, Reg. Um, is it the fact that the Avengers logo and the Quinjet is now illuminated in the Avengers campus in Disney California Adventure? It's not. Oh, it looks so good. Okay. <laughs> what we didn't talk about is uh, how you doing? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. Me too. Cause, cool. Cause all right. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> but I'll have a haircut by the time people listen to this. Then <laughs> this, they listen to this audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow, tomorrow is my haircut day. Um, you guys don't get to get your haircut until next next month. But I do. I'm in Wales. I do. I just shave it myself. Badly. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Toodles. Bye.